What's up, everybody? You are listening to Switch Flicks, the podcast where we love and hate movies at the same time. I'm your host, Omar, and I'm here with my favorite number two art thief, Haysam. Haysam, how's it going? You know, Red Notice. Yep. Not a movie about period stains. Oh, my God. The rules of the podcast are simple. Haysam and I review something. One of us will have to love it. One of us will have to hate it. And who does what will be determined by the flip of a coin. The coin of fate. The coin of fate. The ancient artistic coin of fate. That one. The catch is that at any point in our debate, we can use the switch to change positions. So if you loved it, you now hate it. And if you hated it, you now love it. Spoilers, as always. Today... We're reviewing Red Notice. Not a movie about period stains. <laughs> no, it's not. Let us begin. It's not even a period movie. Yeah. Let us begin with our patented one breast synopsis. Here we go. You've shared the synopsis and I shall read it. <clears throat> Red Notice is a 2021 American action comedy film written, directed, and produced by Ross and Marshall Thunt Burt. Dwayne Johnson, who also served as a producer, stars as an FBI agent who reluctantly teams up with the renowned art thief Ryan Reynolds in order to catch an even more notorious criminal, Gal Gadot. The story starts with good-looking people who need to get a thing and then go get a thing to get another thing while looking good and wearing good clothes that sometimes get messy. They say things that are kind of like dialogue and they say to each other, and like, go places and there's a beginning, middle, and end, and kind of with acting, kind of. <laughs> that's, yeah. the, that's the synopsis. I mean, I, I think that was the script. Uh, <laughs> you can't like that, make me laugh in the middle of the one breast synopsis. That's cheating. Uh, that, that's I am trying to get you to fail at this. <laughs> that's, that's an interesting technique. Yeah, uh, I'm now about to flip the coin of fate. If it lands on heads, you love Red Notice. If it lands on tails, you hate it. Here goes nothing. Heads. I love it. Love red notice. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, and Gal Gadot or Gado. I'm not really sure. It doesn't matter. No, these this trifecta has come together at last under the banner of Netflix to deliver to us what has what quickly became the single most watched show ever made by Netflix, and with good reason. What a fantastic and hilarious experience. Dwayne Johnson, Ryan Reynolds, Gal Gadot, or Gadot, all in this movie come together playing themselves on a holiday, and that's what we're watching. This movie is not even a film. It's an excuse to for rich people to spend time together, make millions of dollars, and not entertain anybody. Jealous much? I mean, what is it that you're jealous of? Is it their looks, <laughs> their wealth, their popularity? I mean, why do you begrudge them that? First of all, Ryan Reynolds is the, the best actor that can play Ryan Reynolds that I've ever seen. And Dwayne The Rock Johnson is just a pleasure 
uh, every single time you see him on, on, on camera. So to have them together doing this kind of like buddy heist thing is just, it's just, it's gold, man. We have seen them do this so many times. But not together. I mean, they did in Hobbs and Shaw. He was uh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Who had a, this was his, they're playing themselves. Ryan Reynolds' stick is getting so annoying at this point where he's just playing Deadpool over and over again. Yeah, switch. Ryan Reynolds is getting even more charming uh, with every passing film. He is perfecting the Deadpool Deadpool rule. He's perfecting the Deadpool Deadpool. He's perfecting the Deadpool role. Say that the, dead the He's perfecting the Deadpool role. Dead role pole. Dead role pole. Look, man, whether he's perfecting this Deadpool role or whatever, I mean, he might as well be perfecting a pole dance. Okay? Because that. <laughs> the fact of the matter is that it's completely uh, it, it, lacking of any substance. Fine, it looks good. You get a little bit of entertainment, but then you feel a bit dirty afterwards. <laughs> you feel a little icky. You're like, ugh, did, why did I just do that? You know? That's just you being a highbrow critic. Not everything <laughs> needs to be these great pieces of art. You know, sometimes you just go to a movie, you watch a movie to be entertained. It's something to watch on television and that's there's nothing wrong with that coming from the guy who absolutely loves the uh the the fast and furious franchise i'm not surprised i mean you really don't seem to care much for substance in movies all you care about is that something is flashy and has the rock in it maybe and might have like you know like like, you know or vin diesel if vin diesel was in this movie you'd probably have you know you know gal gadot she is you know (laughs) one of the alumni of the fast and furious that's true so is the rock that's true you're Okay. Right. See, that's why you're so partial to it, even though it has no substance. Okay, so we've talked about the acting, which was completely atrocious, as you've agreed, because you just said that they're no. all playing themselves as well. You said when? that Ryan Reynolds is perfecting the Deadpool role. Yes. That's Ryan Reynolds at his Ryan reynolds There's nothing wrong with that, <laughs> right? I think when we go to he a movie, we want to be entertained. This movie is it entertaining. It me out of the... If, okay, look, if this was an experience that was believable in any way, his constant quips and constant referral to it being a movie... Yeah. Well, you right out of it man he like literally talks about MacGuffins and 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 other like you know script oriented elements that you're like okay well you know just just you know completely ruin the magic for me but i mean this is just the kind of movie that you're supposed to shut your brain off and have a good time and i think that what if you shut your brain off and have a bad time because that's what happened (laughs) that's what happened i had a bad time that's because uh you know you shut off your heart as well okay (laughs) Okay. you gotta keep the heart on the heart on the heart you gotta keep the heart on (laughs) you gotta every time you see the rock (laughs) you gotta keep keep your heart on okay uh That's everybody he does, does that. make a joke which does land, which is that the back of the rock's head looks like a penis. Yes, and I did appreciate that. I have to say, why did you, did you appreciate <laughs> the penis? It helped me keep my heart on. <laughs> okay, so you want right, to? Well, listen. The yeah. point. The point of the matter is this. All right. The point of the matter is this. Okay, fine. You've got three actors who, by sheer star power, by sheer fame, you know, are a big draw. Okay, fine. Put that aside. What the hell is this story? It's so manipulated, so fabricated, so fall. Like, it's like literally every single character is literally being pushed in whatever direction that the writers wanted them to go in order to create this, like, you know, this intricate, you know, uh, gotcha situation that was just a total fabrication. Switch. 
And it's like, you know how these uh, uh, these eggs that they're going after, yeah. right? How they've been fabricated by uh, royalty yes. in Cleopatra's time. They were gifted yes. to Cleopatra by Mark Anthony. You know, three yeah. perfectly beautifully crafted eggs, right? Fabricated in the most loving way. That's how this script was fabricated. This is the great thing about this script. It's got so many layers that you understand the level of care and attention that was put into making it a big surprise at the end, that big gotcha what, moment. What that surprise, surprise are you talking about? That The Rock's character was actually in cahoots with Gal Gadot. Oh my God, that is like right from the, the moment you see his character. surprising, really. And, the, and then when that reveal happens, Ryan Reynolds' expression, it's sublime. Okay. The sublime is the only word that I can Let use. me stop you there. That reveal can't even be called a reveal because it is so transparent right from the beginning. Uh -huh. Nobody in the world would be, you know, surprised by that twist. That twist is not even a twist. What? It is not a reveal but at I, all. I, I mean, I, I was, I didn't see, I was surprised. You're an idiot <laughs> if you were surprised by that. <laughs> Right. Look, and then pull it back, pull it back. All right, fine. So forget that that you know the fact that that was a genius twist that no one saw coming. Besides switch, that, switch, <laughs> and everybody saw coming. Besides that, messy, total like you know non-reveal. Yeah, what, what what non reveal? The non reveal of Dwayne the Rock Johnson being in cahoots with Gal Gadot. Wait, what? <laughs> He was in co in cahoots. Yes. Holy shit! They were, yeah, what you didn't do? It was that is they not only revealed it, but it was a huge aspect of the, the last that movie. Act. That twist is such a huge twist <laughs> that, that I it? just got just it revealed. Got it now. Oh my god! What a huge twist! Okay, massive, amazing. Right, right. So then you know you wow. go back and you <laughs> you look at how things evolved to the to where they got. You know, you've got. Uh, Gal Gadot, who is somehow the number one art thief in the world, which seems to be what? So Dwayne Johnson, <laughs> Dwayne was, Johnson working was working with, with Gal, Gal Gadot. Gadot? Yes. He is an art thief. Yeah, no, yeah, yes, exactly. He, him and Gal Gadot are the bishop. Wow. Yeah. Wow. You didn't realize that, even after they said it. Holy shit. They literally said it to the camera. What a twist. The Rock is in this movie. <laughs> okay, okay. So listen, The Rock is in this movie, and so is Gal Gadot. Mind so is Ryan blown. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Okay. So the point is that the, the, the way that this script was written was essentially without any sense of realism whatsoever. So for example, uh, you know, uh, Gal Gadot is manipulating things behind the scenes in order to make uh, Ryan Reynolds uh, and and uh, The Rock uh, get caught by uh, by you know Interpol you mm -hmm. know and The Rock is supposed to be you know in this behavioral psychology uh, whatever from the FBI uh, you know mm -hmm. and obviously you know he stands out like a sore thumb like literally like a sore thumb like a, mm -hmm. like a gigantic thumb like a huge you know? you know bald thumb it's the kind of joke Ryan Reynolds would make in this it, movie it, right? it's hilarious yeah. what he just said <laughs> <laughs> okay switch Dwayne The Rock Johnson has his thumbprints all over this movie this right. you know we all know how much he loves quality how uh, aspirational he is right. right and that's what he's giving have you heard his rap song he has a rap song. He has song. a rap song, yeah. I would, I it's very aspirational. It's, very, I would it's all about, like, being awesome and, you know. That's that's what he is. It's terrible. It's one of the worst things that I've ever heard. Right. Yeah. And 
Oh wait, I'm hating it. Oh wait, no, I love it. God damn it, is, I'm so confused. <laughs> wait, let me hate this. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and I love it. So okay. his song is absolutely okay. genius. D- Dwayne the Rock Johnson yes. looks like a giant thumb yes. up my bum wow. because I wow. felt that's wow. what he was doing here. Right. He was violating good taste by making this movie. Gal Gadot, okay? She is such a charming uh, actress, but why does she do movies like this? Fast and Furious, now this. I am waiting for Gadot to do wow. a good movie. That's a good movie. deep cut. Thank you. Thank I you. I appreciate you. that. Yeah. And the script of this film is ridiculous. It is some loosely connected, uh, you know, random set pieces that I feel like this movie was just improvised on the spot. Uh, Genius. Genius level. If there, if that was the case, I mean, hats off even more. Chapeau, as the French say. Don't bring in foreign languages <laughs> into this. To well, they end me. up. They end up in France at the end, in front of the Louvre or le Louvre. Okay, so as the French say. At the very least, okay, movies like this, they should have fun action set pieces. That's the least that a movie like. But this they do can have, have fun action set pieces. First of first of all, it starts off with this parkour action set piece in in the museum, what which is, was so much fun. This is what. Two, all right, is this early so two thousand two for there to be a parkour action sequence and in a this, movie? Like, of time for physical comedy like when Ryan Reynolds keeps unclipping and clipping on his tie and all of that stuff it's just so charming I mean really just so charming you know it is so like and then you've got that scene where they're kind of trying to escape from the uh, from from the prison and where was it I guess a Russian prison or something in some prison but basically genius they end up actually because Ryan Reynolds is such a genius he ends up building this rock wall with a loose stone that he can pull out and allow it all to collapse so that they could run get on the chopper and then just annihilate you know everybody with 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 their machine guns that's the other thing about this movie by the way so one you know there's people being there's so much gunshots in this movie right but nobody is getting shot this is shows just how toothless this film is people are shooting guns like mini guns everything not one person shot nobody dies there are no stakes there's nothing why would I be invested in this film I apologize to the audience for my co-host's dark heart and his desire to see people getting murdered well when I'm watching an action film I want to see some action this when was the last time you saw some action though it's been a while since I've seen some action okay and that's all I want to see I want to see see some action some I just 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 give me I want some action I understand. And then at the end, you know, you have that whole scene in the uh, in the Mayan ruins or wherever in, in Brazil or Argentina where, you know, the Interpol come bursting in. You Man, Interpol keeps bursting. It's awesome. <laughs> they just keep bursting in at the perfect time in order to it's just ridiculous. upend everything, you they know? They just want, like, at any time the script writer is like, okay, we need something now. They're like, and ah, by the way, Interpol. A, but, but by the way, this is a heist film. This is not primarily an action film. It's primarily a heist film. And that's why it excels at tension. Tension throughout this film is palpable. The tension. Will they? Won't they? You know, have they? Have they not? The only heist this movie has. Is uh, that of my heart, which they stole. Is is of my time, which they stole. And uh, on that note, I feel like we've reached the end of this debate tell me Haysom, how do you really feel about red notice i actually kind of enjoyed it uh for shame it's not an amazing movie 
by any measure, but it was one of those things that I just kind of put on TV and I was doing stuff on my laptop, like just search surfing the internet and kind of watching you it. You didn't the same watch time. it with your full attention. I did not. Unbelievable. <laughs> but as a movie for, you know, that specific purpose, I think it kind of does a good job. And you know what? Why shouldn't we have movies that do that very specific job? I, for one, wish there were more movies I yeah, could just kind of have in the background while I was doing other things, you know? So, Wait, so what you're saying is that you like it as a movie that you pay half attention to. Yes, I think it's a perfectly <laughs> Perfect. serviceable half attention <laughs> film. Look, I mean, for me, and, you know, I'm not a complicated man. Mm -hmm. You put Ryan Johnson in a movie, I'll watch it. I mean, but this movie didn't put Ryan Johnson in a movie. I mean, Ryan Reynolds. God damn it. <laughs> so you didn't watch this movie? I'm very confused what you were doing. Not, not the director, Ryan, Ryan Johnson. The, the actor, Ryan yeah, Reynolds. This is not the first time you've confused the Canadian no, during this podcast. No, no it has, it's the second time and once before as well. Um, the point of the matter is that Ryan Reynolds is, for me, just... It's he's so charming and funny that it's very hard for me not to enjoy the films that he's in, and I have no problem with him playing, you know, that same kind of type of type of character. I know that that's a complaint that oh he's not he's, but I don't care. I don't care. And you know what, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, his movies are hit and miss, absolutely hit and miss. Like there's some terrible, you know, terrible terrible stinkers out there, but. This one was fun. Why? Because of his back and forth, you know, with Ryan Reynolds. I, I enjoyed it, you know? Gal Gadot might as well not have been in the movie. She did, I, I, for me, she didn't really add anything, but, you know, she was there, you know, and she's a big draw as well. So good, you know, they made some extra, got some extra eyeballs mm -hmm. because of it. But her role was not as pronounced. She was kind of in the background. But yeah. Ryan Reynolds and The Rock together, they, that's that's it. That's I didn't really need much more than that. I think that was the pitch of the movie. <laughs> exactly. That was the script exactly. of the movie. Exactly right. That's just They're what they like went guys, and shot. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds and The Rock together. You know, and hey, throw in Gal Gadot as well. Yeah. Why not? You know. So so it would have been hard for it to really fail in my eyes in terms of just being entertained by the charisma, you know, of, of the two actors. But let's put that aside. Let's look at it as like an actual film. Yeah. It's. Totally contrived. Yes. Like completely and utterly contrived. It's nothing if it, nothing will stand scrutiny. Like if you try to break down the plot or like look at how things actually came together, it's completely falls apart, you know? Things had to be set up in a way that, that, that you know, so that the dominoes kind of the fell. The heist doesn't make sense. Nothing the makes sense. The plan doesn't nothing make makes sense. sense. The nothing. This is not an airtight film. Yeah. And you know what? Who made an airtight film Who? before? Ryan Johnson. <laughs> Ryan Johnson. For right. example, with Looper. With Looper? Right? With Knives Out, yeah. With Knives Out, right? Ryan Johnson. Yeah. I'm so glad I've managed to work him into this yeah. conversation. <laughs> Ryan Johnson has been known, you know, in some of his movies, to create like airtight films that will stand an incredible amount of scrutiny. That will stand an incredible amount of scrutiny, right? And this is not... This that. Is not that. Like no. this will fall apart at the lightest touch. This is like a souffle. Yeah. Okay. This is like a souffle that's fresh out of the oven. Mm. If you poke it. Poof. This movie is more like Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. You know, so it, that didn't bother me because I'm not sitting there expecting this to be some, you know, high art or some really just incredible script. I, I just want to be entertained and enjoy the show. Uh, 
so in that sense, it kind of delivered, you know, I enjoyed it, yeah. you know, am I going to ever refer to it as like a, a reference point of filmmaking? No. Yeah. But in terms of the buddy kind of, you know, relationship between the two and yeah. like their charisma, I, I love that. I love all buddy cop kind of movies in general, you know, uh, Rush Hour or Lethal Weapon or what? I mean, this isn't to that level, but no, it's not know, at that level, but, but it's, it's kind of, that's the, the, the genre. The, the general yeah, dynamic yeah, of yeah. that is always entertaining. Especially if the, the, the characters have that kind of rapport. Have that chemistry yeah. going. And so, you know, inevitably when there's the Red Notice 2, I will... I will watch it and I will have a, you know, fun time when it's in the background. So I, I imagine that uh, that I'll do the same thing, you know, um, as long as they just maintain the things that really worked in this film. Which is because just, nothing else does. It's which just, is literally just, just having have Ryan Reynolds exactly. and, and give them it. stuff to do. You yeah. know? <laughs> just let them bounce off of each other. It's all good. That's all we need. <laughs> So um, let me ask you, how many um, stolen works of art would you give Red Notice? Like a seven. Give it a seven. A seven? Yeah. That's a very high score. I'm giving it a seven as a movie for what it is, you know? In like, what sense? As a, if it's something that you want to have in the background and be mildly <laughs> entertained, then that's a that's seven. That's a very low bar, though. You know? But I mean, I don't think it's a low bar. It's just a matter of what you're looking for in the day, right? right? Like not every day do you want something that's like this amazing movie that you want to just sit and you watch, right? And uh, as a matter of fact, on most days, I don't want that, right? Right? On most days, I just- it'll take too much. You'll be sitting there and fo like this isn't, you don't want to dive deep. You just want to be entertained. Yeah, I just want to be entertained. I just want something there. And not I'm kind of like, I could watch Friends again for the 500th time, or I could have this uh, going on in the background and maybe something funny will happen. And on that level, I think it's a seven, you know? Hmm. That's an interesting point. And, and actually, you know, I do, you know, usually do that when, when it comes to rating a film. So, but the, the thing is that with this, if I'm going to look at it that way, I'm going to have to compare it to other brilliant buddy cop, you know, buddy heist, buddy, whatever, like, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, 48 hours or, 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 uh, Beverly Hills cop and, and, uh, you know, any of those like, uh, uh, you know, kind of classics, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know if I'd give it a seven. I would go a little lower. I'd give it like a 6.5, right? Not because I didn't like it, but because I'm not going to go back and watch it again. I'm not. I'm yeah. not. I know. Beverly Hills Cop or, 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 or uh, you know, any of those kinds of, uh, you know, uh, classics that have like two comedians that are, or like a straight man and like a, a, a kind of a foil and like a, a funny guy that are bouncing off. I would watch that again in a heartbeat. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of those. And I know that I wouldn't care about this again and that's why i take points out was it entertaining when i watched it the yes it was i enjoyed it i, I like i said but the rewatchability of it is quite low as far yeah. as i'm concerned i so barely watched it the first time <laughs> that's okay you know <laughs> <Didn't> fully register <laughs> but it did so well yeah i mean i wonder what the rewatch numbers Not, are on i don't it. think so. but i think it did well for the same reason that, that we liked it that uh, everybody you know, watched everybody it. just kind of watched it because it was happening. probably i people will not do a rewatch no. that often you know it's a it's a screensaver movie it's an interesting way to put it yes yeah, a funny screensaver yeah. yes Thank you for listening to Switch Flicks. If you loved or hated the show, please do rate, subscribe, and leave some comments. Your support has stolen the fake heart of our souls. Mm -hmm.